You're listening to the Business Tips and Tricks Podcast. If you're an entrepreneur or hope to own your own small business someday, this podcast is for you. Each episode will cover a topic related to starting, running, or growing your small business, along with tons of actionable tips and tricks for success. I'm your host, Noah Kenny, and in this episode, we're going to be discussing how you can drive traffic to your website. If you already have a small business, it's pretty likely that you have a website of some form as well. You may be using that website to generate sales for your business, to get some publicity, or perhaps you're just trying to inform people about what it is you're doing and how you're doing it. But regardless of the purpose of your website, at some point you're probably going to want to drive more traffic to it. And just in case you're not familiar with the term traffic when referring to websites, essentially what I'm talking about is the number of people that that see your website, the number of people that visit your site. In this podcast episode, we're going to be discussing five of the different things that you can do to help increase traffic to your website. The first thing you can do to increase traffic to your site is perform something called search engine optimization. Just so you're aware, search engine optimization is also commonly referred to as SEO. So if you've ever heard or seen that term before, uh, just know that I'm talking about the same thing. The process of search engine optimization essentially involves you trying to get your website to show up higher in major search engines. For now, you're going to want to focus your attention on Google, Bing, and Yahoo, because those three search engines combined comprise the vast majority of users. Although there are literally thousands of other lesser-known search engines that you can eventually switch to focusing on over time. So the first step when performing SEO or search engine optimization on your site is something called indexing your site. And if you're not familiar with the term indexing, essentially what that means is that you submit your website to the search engine and tell them that you want to be included in search results. By default, major search engines such as Google won't include your website in search results. This means that you can actually search for your business name in the search engine and your website won't come up. You have to actually tell the search engine that you want your website to be displayed and then they will go ahead and include your site in search results. The process of indexing your site will vary a little bit depending on the search engine you're trying to do it for. So for best results, just go ahead and do a Google search on index site and then put the name of the search engine you're trying to get indexed on. And you should find some tutorials on how you can go ahead and submit your site um, to that particular search engine. Depending on the search engine, you could be approved in anywhere from a couple of hours to several months. In fact, some major search engines such as Google tell you to expect to wait up to three months to find out if you've been approved to be included in the search engine or not. So just so you know, your site won't show up right away once you've submitted it. It's going to take a little bit of time. And another thing that's worth pointing out is that your site may or may not be approved the first time. If you submitted the application poorly or Google feels that your site is not well represented by the description that you gave them, they can deny your site and you'll have to submit again. So if you're not sure how to submit uh, to the search engines, again, just Google it and you'll find plenty of tutorials on how you can index your site. 
If you're still stuck, uh, feel free to contact a web developer and they can probably help you out. Once you've indexed your site, you're going to want to add some keywords to the back end of your website. And there's a couple of different ways that you can do this depending on the platform your site was built in. If your site was built in a very easy to use website builder, such as Shopify, Weebly, or Wix, you're probably going to have an option that says SEO or keywords. Either way, there will be a spot where you can type in some different words related to your business. And uh, once you type those words in, they will include them in the back end of your website. Essentially, once that's been done, when somebody searches for that keyword in Google, your site should show up. So uh, if you are on a platform, let's say WordPress.org um, or another open source solution such as OpenCart uh, or Joomla, what you're going to want to do is install a plugin for search engine optimization. One that I recommend if you're on WordPress.org is called Yoast SEO, Y-O-A-S-T and then SEO. It's a great plugin. They have a free option, and it allows you to add some keywords to each post or page of your website. And finally, if your website was custom-coded using HTML, um, just ask your developer to include a keywords tag in the top of the code before the head. So once you've included some keywords, that means that you can search for those keywords and your site should come up in Google but it's probably going to be pretty close to the bottom of the list. So there are some other factors to take into account when determining how well your site is ranking. The first one is how long your site has been included in search engines. By default, your site's going to be pretty close to the bottom, so sometimes it may just take time for your site rankings to improve. If it's been a few months and you haven't seen much improvement, then I would recommend switching up your keywords and trying something else. Perhaps people just aren't searching for the keywords that uh, you've decided to include in your website. Another tip is to go ahead and search for um, a keyword traffic um, analysis. And so essentially what, what those sites do is they allow you to put in a keyword and they tell you how many searches they get each month in, in a particular search engine. So you can determine uh, how much traffic is even possible for your site to receive. If you put a keyword in and uh, only one or two people search for that every month, it's probably not the best keyword. So that's all we're going to discuss for SEO in this podcast. Next up, we're going to talk about social media. Now, I'm sure you all are familiar with social media networks such as Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, but uh, you might not be familiar with how you can use social media to drive traffic to your business. The first step is going to be to create a business page. So depending on the uh, social media platform, this process is going to look a little bit different and it might require some special verification so that way the social media platform can determine if you are in fact an actual business. But if you're using the most common uh, social media platform for businesses, which is Facebook, you're going to need to have a personal account as well, so that way you can tie the business to that account. Once you've created a business account, be sure to fill it out with all of your accurate and up-to-date information. People are probably going to be coming to your social media page to see what you do and to find out some of your latest offerings. 
So be sure to post uh, some different coupons you might be offering, some promotions you might be running, um, or just anything that might excite people about what it is you're doing. Anything you've accomplished is worth sharing. Uh, Besides from that, we're going to be talking about paid advertisements. There are tons of different platforms that you can run paid advertisements on, but the two I want to focus on today are Google and Facebook. Earlier, we discussed search engine optimization, which is when you can include your website in search engine results for free. But now we're going to be talking about how you can pay money to be ranked towards the top of search engine results in Google. It's called Google Ad Manager, and basically it allows you to uh, pay money to have your site displayed above your competitors. You pay for each click to your website. You put in your information, uh, you know, what you want to show up in search engines, your headline, your description, things like that, and then you pay for every click you get to your website. It's a relatively cheap way to get some initial traction to your website. Depending on your industry, expect to pay anywhere from $0.10 to $20 per click to your website. So try targeting areas, if possible, that tend to have lower cost per clicks. So, for example, California, Texas, states like that tend to have very high cost per clicks. The Google Ad Manager allows you a ton of different options of how you can target visitors. You can target by uh, keywords. You can target by where they live. Um, there's, There's a ton of different options. It's constantly changing. So look up Google Ad Manager and you'll find uh, the ability to create your free account so you can put together your ad. Uh, Next, we're going to be talking about the Facebook Ad Manager. This is another form of paid advertisements that allows you to get traffic on Facebook. Essentially, you just create an ad that people can see in their Facebook feed, that they can see in Instagram. In case you don't know, Facebook owns Instagram, so you can advertise on both platforms from the same account. Depending on the type of business that you have, um, I recommend looking up what type of ad is going to work best for you. And you might want to play around with it a little bit. Try split testing between graphic and video ads or even two different graphics. You'd be surprised at how big of a difference it can make Um, So feel free to split test and play around with that a little bit. Facebook tends to be a little bit cheaper than Google advertising on a cost per click basis, but just know that Facebook will charge you for impressions as well as clicks. Impressions are the amount of people that see your ad regardless of whether or not they click on it. So if your ad is not converting people well, meaning that uh, it's not causing people to actually click through to your website, you're still going to be paying, whereas Google Ad Manager, as of the time of this recording, does not charge you for impressions, meaning you are only paying for the clicks that you're receiving. The next strategy I'd like to discuss to help you get more traffic to your website is the use of directories. There are tons of free directories, and depending on your industry, you may want to consider being included in some of them. For example, if you provide services such as construction, um, then you can go ahead and ask these directories to include you in their uh, results. So people come to directories like this to uh, find people that offer the services they're looking for. It's a highly targeted form of advertising, and it's often free. 
Directories that aren't free typically charge a membership fee to be included on an annual or a monthly basis. The final way that we're going to discuss to get more traffic to your website is through the use of backlinks. A backlink is essentially any other website or social media post that links to your website. So if you can get included in a news article, for example, and they have a link to your website, that would be a backlink. Backlinks are great because typically they're not posted by you, they're posted by somebody else, which increases customers' ability to purchase because it improves their trust of your business. So be looking for opportunities to get more backlinks to your website. Those are all the strategies we're going to be discussing in this podcast episode. Once again, you've been listening to the Business Tips and Tricks Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Kenny, and if you enjoyed this podcast episode, I'd like to ask you to take a minute to rate or review it wherever you listen to your podcasts.